0: Welcome to the Adamantium Podcast, episode number 91. Welcome back, Adamantimaniacs. I am your host Adamar Harrison here with Kona the Podcast Dog, and thank you very much for tuning in today. I hope everyone is staying safe at the moment. Obviously, everyone uh, in the entire planet is being affected by the coronavirus at the moment. I hope that outside of being inconvenienced and desocialized, that you guys are not directly affected by the virus. And I'm sure I don't need to tell you to, you know, make sure you're washing your hands. Be safe if you touch some metal. You know, wash your hands as soon as possible. Don't touch your face and just be very safe and considerate of others at the moment, even if you yourself may not be too affected. If you catch the virus, someone you could potentially pass it to could be. And so what does the coronavirus mean for our podcast? Well, in the grand scheme of things, it's really not that important, but we do have a couple episodes already recorded, so it'll be business as usual for the next few weeks anyways. After that, I I can't say, I'm going to have to kind of keep you posted week to week. Obviously, a lot of our Interviews are conducted with touring artists and a lot of said tours have all of said tours have been cancelled so a lot of interviews we had kind of lined up or potentially lined up have been postponed or cancelled for now maybe we will try and take this opportunity to feature some more local artists or local personalities but as the situation progresses that might not even be possible so just like everyone else we might have to take a break for a little while. And that's okay, we'll come back uh, stronger than ever, just like everyone else when this is all finished. And it could provide an opportunity to catch up on a few episodes maybe you missed or you've been meaning to listen to, but no need to get ahead of ourselves just yet. Like I said, we've got a few weeks of content ahead of us already, and we've got a great episode for you today. Today's episode actually does feature a local talent, and that is country singer Kelsey Maine. She comes from Windsor, Ontario, but is now based out of Toronto and Nashville. Kelsey is a beautifully talented singer and songwriter. If you like country music or just music in general, I'm sure you will love her if you don't already. And she is a very sweet and kind, nice person. It was great to hang out with her. It was actually the first episode of this season that we did from the bird's nest, which is the term that Eric Shankman gave uh, my kitchen. which is because of the nice view you have of Young and Eglinton from my kitchen. This was also the first podcast that was recorded with Kona, the podcast dog (laughs) present. Luckily, Kelsey is a dog lover herself and actually owns like Kona's a part Chihuahua. She's a mix. She's a rescue. So we don't know what the mix is, but she's part Chihuahua. And Kelsey and her boyfriend actually have a Chihuahua of their own. So it worked out well. So Kelsey has a collection of singles out already, but she is releasing her very first album on March 27th. It's called As I Go, so be sure to check that out when it comes out. There are two album release parties planned at the moment. The first is on April 4th at the Bull & Barrel in Windsor, and the second is on April 5th at the Horseshoe Tavern here in Toronto. And hopefully the status of those aren't affected by the coronavirus, but best thing to do would be check on Kelsey's website, which is KelseyMaine.com. Uh, or on our social medias, and I'm sure she will keep you updated. If you're tuning into the Adamantium podcast for the first time today, first of all, thank you very much for listening. We are glad to have you, and we'd love to have you back. You can do so by hitting that subscribe button on whichever podcast network you choose to get your podcasts. If you would be so kind, you can also leave us a nice rating and review. And you can follow the Adamantium on social media. We're available on Instagram, at the Adamantium On Facebook at the Adamantium Podcast and on Twitter at Adam R. Harrison. So let's keep the ball rolling into today's episode featuring Canadian country star Kelsey Mayne right here on episode number 91 of the Adamantium Podcast. Enjoy everyone and please, please stay safe and we will see you next week. Okay, so we are here with Kelsey Maine Thank you for coming to my place, dealing with the dog. <laughs> Thanks
1: for having me, Adam. Hey, it's uh, there's there's worse things like that
0: That's right. That's right. <laughs> it's than true. To play with I'm a g-
1: puppy. That's-
0: well, I had said actually, I said it to to Eric. I was like, make sure she's okay with dogs. But then, as soon as like I looked you up, there was like a project with the Humane Society. So yeah. I was like, oh, okay, that's we're good. Yeah, we're good. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're here. This is the first one in season three too that we're doing. One of one of my guests called this the the bird's nest. I guess because you have a little view of of Young and Elegant. Yeah, but. this
1: is awesome. So this
0: Great is the fun. first episode in season three in the bird's nest. Oh, uh, <laughs> cool. Yeah. So. Let's start telling you a little bit about yourself and growing up in, in Windsor. Yeah. And, and maybe what the music scene is like over there. Sure. Yeah.
1: yeah. I Well, I grew up mainly with... Now there's more local stations, but mainly growing up, uh, we only had the bunny ears, so it was kind of whatever reception that we could get. And okay. the strongest reception was usually Detroit stations. Mm-hmm. So I uh, grew up with a lot of hip-hop and rap and R&B and Motown. And uh, but then I also grew up with country music, which. <laughs> okay. Um, but it was mostly American American country right. music at the time, um, and uh, yeah, it was. It, I always had those kind of. Influences in my life. And then my, my dad would play a lot of country music around the house, okay. too. So he would do some really great Garth Brooks impressions. Impressions. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so grew up with those. And, um, and then kind of... Kind of carried with me, I was a dancer, uh, did Highland dancing okay. actually. So got to like the highest level and then I had to give it up because of injuries and growing at the same time and okay. stuff like that. So had a lot of like tendinitis and stuff. So. Really? And then I also played sports my whole life. Okay. So uh, basically the doctor said you have to give up the most rigorous thing. So okay. and that was dancing. And then more uh, than the sports. More than sports. Okay. Yeah. Because it was with Highland dancing, it's it's well, it, a lot of people confuse that with River dance, right, but right. it's it's similar. Okay. but in the in the whole jumping aspect, you're, right. you're jumping every single beat. Okay, and uh, and then so yeah, but Highland dancing is Scottish versus Irish as well. Irish, as we dance. yes. Same. And so, so never con- Irish, so never we're... confuse the two yeah. to actual dancers. They get very offended. Yeah. <laughs> I don't but um but yeah and then uh so Scottish Highland dancing is with kilt and you you use your arms so a lot of us Highland dancers will uh, argue that it's harder because you use your
0: arms. Yeah, because River Dance you keep your hands at your yeah. sides. Right? Yeah. Or, <laughs> yeah, Irish dancing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But anyways, so I uh, had to give it up and then um But I still wanted to kind of continue with the arts. So I took up singing pretty shortly after that. And then uh, the country bar opened up down the road from where I was. I was working at another bar. And uh, while I was in university to pay Mm -hmm. the bills and and to pay for my education. And then uh, basically they were looking for these bev retainers. Okay. Since I was already a country fan, it wasn't hard for me to. To uh, make the transition, so they, yeah, this Coyote Ugly kind of bar. Right.
0: And Is that, I think, I saw one of your music videos. Yep. Is that the bar? That
1: was the bar. Okay, so yep. what's the bar? So it's called the Bull and, and Barrel.
0: Shout out to the Bull and Barrel. It's
1: still there. I'm going to have my act, my CD release party there. Okay. On April 4th.
0: April 4th, okay. Yes.
1: So it's it's going to be, it's cool because it's... It's in Windsor. It's a full circle kind or of Or in moment. Detroit. Uh, it's in Windsor.
0: In Windsor, okay. yeah,
1: yeah. so... Um, but close enough to Detroit, anyone?
0: Right, you yeah. coming over? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, now, you said your dad played a lot of country music in the house. Were your, was your family musical at all, or were you kind of the first musician?
1: Um, not my immediate family. My grand, my Nona, I'm okay, half Italian, yeah. believe it or not, with okay. the red hair. Um, yeah. So uh, she was actually like a very, very talented classical opera singer and so she uh, well yeah classic it's not quite opera but it's close it's classical singer and um she won she had won a bunch of contests and but uh so I kind of I don't know I feel like I kind of got it from her a little bit um different styles but um uh and then my dad's side he his we're kind of related we're Related to like the Rankin family and stuff like that. So I mean, we have it in our family, but and my my great grandfather, so my dad's grandfather, was Alex the Piper. Okay. So he came from Nova Scotia. He was the uh, he was like the the one of the world, one of the I guess most popular bagpipers in Canada. And he was sent. Wow. He was sent to represent each province. Sent to someone to represent mm-hmm. uh, the province to play at the Vimy Ridge Memorial.
0: Oh wow! Okay. Uh,
1: overseas, and he was selected from from wow. Nova Scotia. So I mean, it is in the family, yeah. but um, I definitely am not one of those like musical prodigies where the whole family the whole would family. gather around yeah, right. with their guitars and yeah, pianos yeah. and and jam every night. Um, no, but... you got
0: a great mix of, like, heritages, too, and, like, influences. Um, Italian
1: yeah. and Scottish, and, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, yeah, it's
0: cool, like... My, um, it's funny, my, like, my first girlfriend was a redheaded Italian as yeah. well, yeah, and everyone, I'm Irish, and everyone would think she was the Irish one and I was the Italian one. Really? Because I have the dark hair. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: my, my dad is very similar to you, has, yeah. like, the black hair and or br- brunette yeah. and with, like, the blue eyes. Yeah. But, uh... And my mom is typical-looking Italian, so, yeah. But they sometimes make redheads.
0: Yeah, I guess, so. yeah. I guess everybody <laughs> does. The you know, redhead is, like, the the rarest of any like, uh, type of person yeah, in the world. I didn't yeah. know that.
1: And then, before. uh, take it further, it's, like, red hair with blue or green eyes is, like, even more
0: rare. Really? So, I, I heard that, like, like the gene is, like, slowly going extinct, though.
1: Yeah, I heard that, I don't know too. if that's
0: a real I thing, don't, but... I don't
1: think i believe that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you'd have to pretty much wipe out all of Ireland and Scotland, so...
0: Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> and they spread. They spread. They all, spread. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because my my family brought like ten. My my dad's from a family of ten. Okay. So plus the parents like twelve wow. came over. Yeah. Yeah. So, so. and spread. <laughs> <laughs> so you find Irish anywhere? Yeah. So right. yeah, we. Uh, my mom and I went to an event in New York last year, and there was like. 80,000 people, and we sat next to someone that was like from down the road from where she was from in Ireland. Oh, it's cool. like, <laughs> that's a, yeah, so cool. yeah, it always happens everywhere we go. So, yeah. and my mom's from Northern Ireland, which is like both of my parents are from Northern Ireland, which is very, very small. Okay, so yeah, it's like you can fit the whole country inside Lake Ontario. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so to run into that many people, it's, it's that's, kind that's like
1: kind of in Nashville when, when I go down there, and, and then there's uh, people that. You you talk to some Americans and pretty soon mm-hmm. they'll find out through your Canadian accent that you're that you are Canadian and then they'll they'll make fun of you for a bit and then they'll ask oh so do you know so and so I'm like okay yeah. Canada's a
0: yeah really right. big country yeah
1: but sometimes you do <laughs> You <Yeah>. do know that
0: <laughs> yeah
1: because country music's also a pretty smallest, small yeah, community yeah. so uh, yeah so and the, 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 the more time I spend down there. We all kind of all always find each other, yeah. so it's it's funny, and then you do pretty much get to know everybody.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's what's well, funny. I always when I travel too, I always end up finding people from Toronto, and yeah. then I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah. And the people are like, hey, did you guys know each other before? And I'm like, well, there's six million people, but you know, <laughs> so <Yeah>. no. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, and so tell me, like, uh, so I've heard like the the music scene though in Windsor is actually one of I think I think more on maybe like the indie alternative perspective, but I've heard it's actually, they have like quite a music scene there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's, it's, it's crazy how even, so music and sports, Mm -hmm. there's a ton of talent that comes from Windsor and I don't know what it is. There's, must be something in the water or something, but, um, but yeah, it's a pretty competitive scene. But when I was, when I was there, I mean, it's country music. So that's a little bit of a different scene as you mentioned. And, So when I was working at that bar, I had – I mean, I was working there and graduating close to about the same time and kind of deciding what to do with the next step, um, whether or not to go right into nursing, which was what I was studying, or to take some time off and do some discovering or whatever, whatever, traveling. And and I had always – wanted to do music but I just quite frankly didn't really have the balls to do it right,
0: right and then
1: cause it's it's a pretty it's tough, big it's yeah. risky you know it's not certain and and uh it takes a lot of time and money and things mm-hmm. that I didn't have so <laughs> um and then uh but um I I had like two people two different nights in a row uh complete strangers who said the exact same thing And they said, "A, what are you doing here?" And B, uh, you should take this to the big city. Yeah. So my brother had already lived in Toronto, so that was I just kind of called him up after that and said, "I'm moving in, crashing on your couch." So he (laughs) lived here already. Yeah.
0: Oh, well, that's that's good.
1: Yeah. So that was that that made it a lot easier for me to to actually make the move. And yeah, I wouldn't have been able to probably afford it.
0: Right. Either. Yeah.
1: So, yeah.
0: Yeah. It's, I mean, Toronto's crazy here in Toronto, but <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, but I had, it was cool. Cause when I first moved here, so I had, I had just graduated. So I had like zero savings or anything. Right. right. And, and, uh, negative
0: savings. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. And then, uh, so I'm looking out the window of his condo, and i I was sleeping on a on an inflatable mattress that would deflate by the morning.
0: oh oh, I hate that yeah. yeah
1: and then but it was uh one of those giant walls that was uh a, a window a window mm-hmm. wall and then uh it didn't really have blinds, so you would wake up pretty early in the morning mm-hmm. and and uh but and then there was a a billboard that also went up just outside the window and it was at that time when I had just moved in, they just changed it to Randall Lambert was performing oh, okay. at Boots and Hearts. Yeah. And I didn't know what Boots and Hearts was. I was Oh no like, really? Well this was this was like six years Before ago. I, I mean it's it's I think it's seven or eight years. Yeah. It's maybe eight years old now. Mm-hmm. But uh, so it was still only a couple years old at the yeah. time. And uh, yeah, I was brand, brand new to the industry. Didn't really know much outside of Windsor what existed out there. I knew like the Calgary Stampede, but that was pretty much it. Mm. Anyway, so Miranda was my idol. She still is. And she was just put outside my window. And then that was kind of my motivation every yeah. morning I would wake up to it and every night I fall asleep to it. Yeah. So it was kind of like, okay, I want to make it to this boots and hearts place. Right. And, uh, and then three years later I was selected in their emerging artist showcase. Mm-hmm. And then two years after that I got to play their main stage. And then just last year, wow. the, the very next year after that, we, I, got to play the Sirius XM stage there because I was in that contest. And, yeah. And, uh, as a finalist. And then, so yeah, it was just like, so now I've, I've played there three times now. Wow.
0: So <laughs> yeah, you, you actually like beat me to one of the next questions, oh. but before I want to ask you about, about boots and hearts, but before you, so what was like kind of the key moment when it went from like, this is kind of what I want to do to this is what I'm doing now. So you moved to Toronto yeah but how did you who did you connect with or who did you start recording with
1: uh i yeah i just kind of um
0: did you have a band or were you just doing everything I, kind of solo at the i've
1: been through well it's it's really hard to find a band because musicians as you can probably test to aren't sometimes aren't Um, the most committed (laughs) or organized people and uh, so it's but once you find that Mm -hmm. those few people that actually the musicians that have it together and that realize you know this is this could be something this is what I should probably I want to Try and Mm -hmm. really invest in. And then, so I've been, it took me about three years to find that core group. Three, I don't know, maybe longer, maybe like five years to find those people. And now I have them and I'm so, so grateful for them. Mm -hmm. Because to be someone's first priority is like, I I just, I don't know what I, I don't know how I'm so lucky Mm -hmm. to to have that. Um, So how
0: did you get connected with the... Uh, these this group I, of musicians. I
1: think it's yeah, it's just the more more people that you meet. Okay. And so uh, word of mouth. Yeah, word of mouth, and then. And uh, is it the
0: same group that have you kind of always had the same group?
1: I've had these five people with me for together uh, probably the last three two and a half years. Three okay. Years. Yeah. 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 So it, it takes it takes a while,
0: but. Yeah, it's tough. I it's, I used to play the drums. Yeah, and uh, I always had the hardest time getting four <laughs> guys to commit. Yeah,
1: yeah. even It'd be get,
0: like two guys one week, three. Right. The next week, I think just like twice, all four of us were there. Like yeah. you know, like yeah. And well, eventually well it's musicians just like, yeah. are
1: like they they just they're just so creative and yeah, their thoughts are always.
0: It's like we all and, had different work schedules. Exactly, and, just, and like
1: and, and to actually make it your full time. Job mm-hmm. is really difficult to do of course, yeah, and obviously you do have to do have some other thing on the side to supplement when of you're course. you can't always play with yeah. the same band every single day. I mean that's the dream, but um, but some it's when you're starting out, it's not yeah. possible. so um but yeah, so you do have to you know do some other things on the side and yeah, to even just get people together for rehearsals mm-hmm. is a bit of a challenge sometimes, but
0: right, yeah. Okay, so from a bar in in Windsor to the main stage of Boots and Hearts, what was that transition like? Tell me, it was like playing your first mega crowd.
1: Yeah, (laughs) Uh, that was, that day was so nerve wracking. Uh, Just because, well, yeah, that was like our biggest show, but also um, for some reason, the production – now, I, it was just that year because the other years, I've heard, were pretty smooth sailing. But um, there were a couple things. I think they, they went through some new management and new staff and stuff. And so the productions of that day – we had canvassed pretty much the whole campground mm-hmm. and went around the couple days before and told them we're performing at 1.30 – this time, so that's what they told us. Yeah. We were performing at one30 We'd love for you to come out. We took pictures, sang songs for them, you know, did, did, had a lot of fun, drank some beers, um, and then came to the performance day. And then they, all of a sudden, I'm getting ready. I don't even have my shoes on yet, and they're like really lacy and stuff, and a lot of knots and ties. And then, uh, all of a sudden I hear the people that were supposed to go on before us go, go on the stage. And then with this was like 45 minutes ahead of schedule and it's only two songs that you're allowed to sing Mm -hmm. for this contest. So I'm like looking around at one of my bandmates. I'm like, we're on next. And so we were like 45 minutes ahead of schedule. And so that I didn't really have much time to really think about stuff, but it was, I think the, my nerves were kind of through the roof at that point. So probably wasn't my best performance, but it was, it was such such an incredible experience. And then
0: you said now you've done it two or three, three times. Yeah. So by the third time, we a little more,
1: yeah, yeah, I mean that time, uh, that's when we were broadcast, I believe, on live on Series X okay. know this this past time. So that was a little nerve wracking too. There's always some element that's <laughs> that's nerve wracking about it. Right. But and then like the main stage. I think the main stage that one I was I was ready for. Okay. Because that one was like set scheduled time, we had our sound check. Um, and when you're first... So the good thing about playing first in the day is you do get a sound check because otherwise right, lose, the yeah. other bands after you, only only the headliner right. and maybe the person before the headliner get a sound check and then the, the very first band gets a sound check because mm-hmm. that first band from... Uh, from the festival gets their sound checks pretty much pretty much they use the first band
0: to do the rest to to
1: check all the other instruments for all the other bands following so that was what was really good about playing first is so then you know all of your worries were kind of at ease because you had your own sound check and stuff so um but yeah it was uh yeah I don't know that was that was another whirlwind day but um it was super cool to have your name on of on course, a trailer I, door yeah. and backstage. Yeah. Was and it then, right next
0: to... Who was it next to? Uh,
1: well, across... Uh, well, yeah. So we shared a trailer with... But they all have, like, separate rooms inside. So yeah. it was Midland, uh, Megan Patrick, and oh, wow. Jason okay. Blaine. Yeah. And it was funny because ours was right next to Jason Blaine and... Uh, one of the songs was woman waiting. And I wrote that song with him. So oh, wow. we, okay. were, we were, ro- we, were cool. we were rehearsing it in our trailer and, and warming up to it. And, uh, he comes walking in and he's like, I wrote this. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was cool. cool. And then, um, later that, that night we were all from backstage watching Alan Jackson, who was the headliner that mm-hmm. night. And, uh, so we were having some beers watching from behind the stage and then I turned around and Billy Carrington, who had just played, uh, was right behind me and he saw me and he was like, you, you performed earlier today, didn't you? And I was like... Yeah, Billy, I warmed up the stage for you. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so it kind of... Uh, we talked for like 30 minutes after that. Oh, that's cool. And, uh, that's really cool. Yeah, it, I mean, it was just... And then and then we had some bunch of like leftover things from our trailer. And I saw him and Midland went into their tour bus. And so it just as like a nice gesture. Yeah. I, it's kind I of brought, cool when you're
0: just kind of back there with... Like, yeah. These people you probably looked up to.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, forget,
0: I had someone else on and they were like yeah like they were the first band on on a festival mm-hmm. whatever and they're like our trailer was right next to the red hot chili peppers oh yeah it was yeah. like, oh, was like man, they are like a- how are we even right here right now yeah <laughs> yeah
1: yeah and then just so. yeah just just meeting them it's like it's they're such down everyone people. is they're everyone just is people like, like yeah. people are people and yeah doesn't yeah, we, we forget that sometimes.
0: The first thing whenever when people tell me ask me about the podcast, like what is, you know, the most surprising or whatever it's, like the end of the day people are people. Yeah. Like anyone I've met I've never had Yeah like that, I don't know, uh, ego or No. You know.
1: Yeah. And I think also so one of my jobs, my first jobs here when I moved, I was Doing bottle service at music nightclub.
0: Oh, at the exhibition. At the exhibition. Whoa, that one's like. Got and we a good got a reputation too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: but, but I mean, they would because I guess I was more responsible. Yeah. Um, I they would put me with like the heavy, like the big celebrities that came okay. through. So I had served LeBron James. Oh wow. And, okay. Uh, yeah, and I don't know. Uh, uh, P.K. Ban and wow. um, Patrick Patterson, who used to play at the Raptors. Yeah. And, and then, uh, I don't know, GSP and stuff like that. Wow. Like He was actually, GSP was the first person that, because I didn't know he was coming. So uh, he was like the first person that I was like starstruck over. Okay. Yeah, because all of a sudden he's, I just see him walking by and I'm like, To the girls next to me, I'm like, guys, was that, was that GSP? And then they're like, who's GSP? Uh, (laughs) So I'm like, ah, never The sports
0: sports girl of the group. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. So, um, it's such a weird
0: spot for a nightclub too. It's like so far out of the way.
1: It, it or, was, yeah. I mean, it, it was. But I guess the people
0: going there have, you know, drivers and whatnot, yeah. so. Yeah,
1: it was, it was pretty. <laughs> they're not
0: getting the TTC home afterwards. Time. No. Yeah. No.
1: It was, uh, it was a great place to kind of actually make a lot of connections.
0: And of course, at. yeah.
1: And so one of the, uh, I got to serve like a media group there. It was, we were hosting the NBA All-Star mm-hmm. after party. Yeah. All-Star
0: game after party. Is that you served LeBron?
1: No, I had served him earlier. Yeah, earlier okay. than that. He he just came in kind of randomly for another thing. I don't remember what okay. it was, but um, uh, he he gave me a, LeBron did give me a nickname though. Okay. Uh, so he would call me Wendy, and okay. and he would order some frosty right, okay. fries. Yes. Oh, how clever! Yeah, I know. <laughs> I
0: like,
1: thanks, LeBron. And then yeah. everyone in the staff would call me Wendy after that. I
0: was no, like, no.
1: Damn you, LeBron, but, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So um, uh, yeah. So I had served this like media group, and then one of my first trips down to Nashville when I was stayed there for my first like really long stint. Uh, it was like five months in a row. Um, this media person, I texted some people saying that my number's changing to mm-hmm. Nashville number, and so he uh, he was like, "Oh, I know." Um Chris Mason from Nashville. He used to play the he was Goliath for the Preds. Okay. And but he's uh, Edmonton boy.
0: Okay.
1: Or Alberta boy. And uh so he's like he's like here, I'll put you guys in contact together. So then yeah. So then I got to hang out with Chris Mason in Nashville from okay. from that contact that I had yeah, yeah. in Toronto. So I guess I guess it's like whatever, like making the most out Little of all your yeah, of course. experiences. And just and just so, being nice to like, people yeah, it goes a long really way. Really goes, a long, goes way. a long way. And yeah. that's something that I mean I'm that I was instilled in me from a young age, just coming from Windsor is, you know, when you when you're the only two people in the hallway or in an elevator, mm-hmm. like you make eye contact with them. You say hi. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like sometimes we forget just because there's so many people here in Toronto that we forget that people are people yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah. And, uh, and so it's, yeah, just that human, that actual human interaction yeah, it's with like people it's, is really important. It's,
0: it's nice to be paid, but it pays to be nice. Yeah. 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 Um, so you're splitting your time between here and Nashville Yeah. Now. Okay. So is it is it like I mean I've I've kind of I don't I don't know the country music scene that that well but yeah. is it kind of to make it in country music do you really have to be down in Nashville is that like the Yeah
1: I mean it's yeah it's uh That's um, what I hear it's the, it's kind of like being an NBA player or being a basketball player and being and wanting to and then but you're a House league, rack player, but you want to play in the big yeah. leagues, and in order to play in the big leagues, you have to play with the players. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's this. Yeah, it's the same thing. It's uh, you have to. Um, it's just basically trying to keep up with with the talent that's out mm-hmm. there, and they all happen. The best talent all happens to be there, right? So it's 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 kind of just it's that great. And they create such a nurturing environment there. It's mm-hmm. not so much a, um, and it's not so so intimidating either, which is odd because people are so good. Mm-hmm. But um, but
0: I feel like that's kind of the vibe with country music though. It's yeah, yeah yeah. I
1: mean it's just like okay like maybe like when I first started out they're like okay there's something there. Keep on working at it and yeah. like it's but instead of like. You should give up right now. Right, right, <laughs> you know? yeah. It's 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 always that yeah that encouraging atmosphere to just keep going and keep getting better, and,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, which is it's it's really cool. Have
0: there. you gotten to sing at the the opera yet?
1: Oh, god, not yet.
0: Yeah, but that sure that's, on that's on the list.
1: definitely yeah on yeah. my bucket list. Yeah, I have a ton of friends that have done it, so okay. Um, it's but it's cool because you know you you see these. Your own friends, people that you know, doing it. So it's 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 that like one degree
0: of separation. You know, it's like okay, I can do that too. Um, I've never been to Nashville, but I've always it's it's on my list to go there. Yeah, it's
1: it's a pretty wild place. Yeah, more and more people are moving there a day. They uh, they said that. uh, Well, I get all my accurate information from uber drivers okay so they,
0: right right yeah
1: so uh, last time i was there they said that 110 people are moving there a day
0: really a day
1: oh. yeah so that's just it's and just i, I
0: kind of imagine the music scene there a little bit like uh i've been to austin and mm-hmm. people have described them kind of being a little similar in the mm-hmm. way there's just kind of live music everywhere and right yeah
1: yeah, I haven't been to Austin cool. yet, so there we go.
0: Austin's pretty cool. You Austin
1: go to Nashville, cool go to Austin. There you we'll, go. We'll Deal.
0: Reconvene. Yes, yeah, so we'll we'll compare <laughs> notes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Tommy, you, you you mentioned this this contest. I think it was a, it was a, with X M. Was that yeah? Important? So, tell me a little bit about this contest and how you heard about it, how you got involved, and yeah, sure. Um, was...
1: uh, well, so they're currently. Doing their third year of it. Okay. So I was in it last year, mm-hmm. their second year. But the first year that they did it, um, my one of my good friends won it, mm. um, Andrew Hyatt. Okay. And um, so after he had won it, it was, well, after he was in it, um, I, I knew it was something that I wanted to try, try for anyway, next yeah. year. Um, and uh, I'm very, very glad that I did. But uh, yeah, yeah. So it's it's basically um, what they used to have was the CCMAs, the Canadian Country mm-hmm. Music Association they had this discovery program so they would select I think eight acts and it was basically like another c- contest for mm-hmm. up and coming the the next um, I don't know star and they would give them a CCMA award for winning uh, that contest and um, but they had a f- few things about it that they wanted to change. So then they partnered with SiriusXM, XM and then started this other contest. So through SiriusXM, XM, but it's also in partnership mm. with the CCMA still. So um, they just wanted to develop a program that kind of bridged these new artists to the, the country music mm-hmm. scene and the awards and stuff because they noticed that um, they just weren't progressing the, as fast as they wanted to. Mm-hmm. Like they kept on just seeing the same names in the industry, and mm-hmm. so they wanted to, you know, create something that helped to guide these people onwards right. with their
0: career. Okay.
1: So, um, so then they created this program, and uh, so it's called Top of the Country, mm-hmm. and you get that playing we, words yeah. country country music, but. Um, so uh, they select eight semifinalists, and then from those eight, based on awards, uh, based on votes, okay, um, they select the top three people. Move on to the finale, okay. The finals, and then with the top three finalists, get a bunch of like a couple other perks and prizes right. and mentorships and stuff like that. So, um, but when you're a semifinalist, they basically provide you they pay for recording time and they make a video for you Mm -hmm. and I'm like what other opportunity do you get to have these things made for you um which which blew my mind like that alone I was just like this is amazing so when I was selected um yeah that that was I was like over the moon about that And then, uh, so, but then I had to choose a song for that and that was, that was nerve wracking. I lost a lot of, I had a lot of sleepless nights
0: over over that
1: song choice because it's also trying to get, because it's based on votes, you want to get something that's going to capture attention as quick as you can because people's attention spans are getting shorter and shorter and shorter. So it was a lot of pressure, and I ended up going with like a slow ballad, who the media dubbed as the love making ballad. So you're okay. we welcome for that. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, so which
0: which which one of your songs was it? It
1: was. It's called About Time. Okay. And I chose it for a few reasons, and, and uh, but mainly because it's an artist con- contest, I was like, okay. If I release a song that I didn't write cuz I had other people pitch right. me songs, I'm like if I if I release this song that I didn't write, then I'm copping out. Right. You know, I'm, yeah, I'm just yeah, being a sellout. That, yeah. So so I need to release a song that I write, mm-hmm. uh, that I wrote, and that I had a large part in writing this song. I created uh, the the title and the whole concept was my idea. So basically it's a, it's flipping, you know, if you hear the The title about time Mm -hmm. you think you know it's about time something's this and you're complaining about something but it's actually um, talking about a relationship your relationship with the people that you love most and the most valuable thing I think in life is what you do with your time and Mm -hmm. spending your time with that person so um, I think that's the most valuable currency in the world is your time Mm. so uh, that's what I wanted to put in a song and um, yeah, I'm so glad I got my two co-writers in the room to to help me put it on paper and, and actually get it out. So um, that message really, really connected to the audience, and I got tons. Out of all my songs that I've ever released or written, um, that was the song that I got the most feedback from. And so that was that reaffirmation that I... I Did the right thing, and I chose the right song for that contest. So, yeah, I was, I was, um, I was, when you get people that relate to it, it's,
0: it's the most rewarding feeling. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. And then they, they, that's how you got connected. Was it the first time or with Boots and Hearts?
1: That was, no. So that was with, uh, so that contest was um, just this past year.
0: Oh, okay. So this is, that was the last one.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: And is that how you got connected with Eric too? Because I know he has a lot of affiliations with
1: uh, I, got, I got connected with Eric through, um, well, a couple of times, a couple different avenues. One was with the CMW, Canadian okay, Music yeah. Week. Okay, yeah. We were selected as one of the acts to play one year, and um, so I got to meet him in, like, the one-on-one rounds there. Right. Which was so awesome. Like, just meeting, again, like, meeting people in person, not over, the, over technology mm-hmm. and stuff. Like, just, being one-to-one is yeah. that handshake, and that just means it's, it's a lot more valuable. That's and why
0: I like for this. I never, I never take interviews over the phone because yeah. it's not, it's not the same. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. not the same as when you can look someone in right. the eye. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so we met through that finally, but we had, he was recommended through me from a parent of one of my now musicians. So. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I've heard those like CMW, Weeks or Juno weeks can be just like a whirlwind. Oh, week, oh yeah, week, yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. And CCMA's is
0: yeah, right. exactly
1: the same. Yeah, but yeah, CCMA's is all just country
0: people. But, right.
1: Um, but yeah, I've done. Uh, I haven't done a Juno Juno okay. week yet. But I've heard that you? is
0: uh, no, I haven't been. Yeah, I haven't been. I've done stuff like around it since like, that's leading that's up to it. This but year. oh, really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. And isn't it like? It's not like, in the summer either. No. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's like in a week or two.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, it's yeah. Be... March. Yeah. Wow. So. <laughs> yeah, I've heard. I've heard it's just like an we absolute had, whirlwind. We had CCMA's
1: media. there one year, but that's in in early September. Okay. So it it was amazing then. Yeah. I mean, Saskatoon's a really cool place. Yeah. You know, I'd, I'd I I've never been didn't there before. It. Wow, well,
0: it's in two weeks. Because last year I had a couple of the new like emerging artists. Yeah. We're cool. on it, yeah, yeah. Yeah, One of them went to my I went to high school with. I didn't even realize. No <laughs> Yeah, way. yeah, yeah. Yeah, have you heard this guy grandson?
1: Grandson, no.
0: Yeah, you might you might have heard like a couple of his songs. So he's using like commercials and stuff.
1: Okay.
0: He didn't win in the end, uh, but he he was one of the new emerging artists. And yeah, nice. we ended up. It was so funny. Like when we met, it was like he was like, "Oh, did you have this teacher?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." But well, he was like five years younger than me. But <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so you just released a new single.
1: Yeah, yeah. As
0: I go, which As has I a really cool, cool country style music <laughs> video. Yeah, thanks, lots thanks. of trucks and yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you. So I've I've I always think because I have a cousin who moved. Well, group like one of, a family in my family moved to Virginia mm-hmm. and. It was like when they came back, they moved back like eight years later, and they were just like completely different people, and they all owned trucks, and like that's what <laughs> they would do on a Friday night, was just go drive their trucks around. And right. It's like such a different lifestyle than us, but... Well,
1: the, well yeah. the, so it started yeah. from, actually, it was a, a buddy of mine that I had met a couple years before at a country, I was performing at this, at a truck show. Yeah. In Woods, Woodstock Truck Show, and... Um, and he had brought his truck. So it's usually for like the the semi trucks. Yes, yeah. Um, but he brought his massive F 250. Right. That is the Canada's largest, it's the largest street legal lifted truck. Mm hmm. Yeah, in Canada. So uh, he brought his massive truck it's pretty much a monster truck they're
0: pretty sweet like I have to say I've never like because I live here in downtown Toronto it's not like the most ideal vehicle but uh, when I was oh, I yeah. went out, out to BC <laughs> for a wedding yeah. and I didn't like I left last minute didn't rent a car and I got there and they're like well all we have left is like this I, I, something similar but like yeah. a massive truck yeah. pickup <laughs> truck And I was like, okay. I was like, I've never driven one of these before. I have to say, I felt pretty good driving (laughs) (laughs) it. I felt pretty good driving it. The only thing that sucked was like, the parking spot they gave me was, like... The truck was bigger than the parking spot. Oh, (laughs) God. And so, you know, like... And it was, like, one of those typical narrow garages and I had to, like, back it into the spot. Oh,
1: I thought you were going to say you had to, like... Oh, no,
0: I I did it, but, like... I
1: thought you had to say you had to, like, exit through the tailgate. Like, crawl back through the...
0: (laughs) Oh, no. No, luckily... Maybe I did, actually. Because there was... Yeah, there was no room on either side. Like, literally, I was... almost Luckily, the spot next to me was, like, a tiny sedan. But, like... (laughs) Yeah, and it was like backing that up was like the hardest thing, and yeah. I shouldn't probably admit this, but yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but like I have you know, to say I did enjoy driving it. Like, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's,
1: they're super fun. So yeah. he he was like, so I met him at a, a again, I bumped into him at a at a Christmas party just in December, mm-hmm. and he was we were we had a couple pops, and uh, he said, I want my truck in your next music okay. video, and I was like okay why why is this and then he says because i get these l- little dick jokes all the time
0: because <laughs>
1: it's so it's such it's a big truck yeah, yeah. and uh everyone's like oh you're compensating for something so, yeah. and so he's like i'm just so sick of it and i need some street cred and in <laughs> order to get some street cred it needs to be in a country music so which city. truck is his it's the big one. The it's white the one? one? The, Is it white? Yeah, the big yeah. white one that crushes the cars and gotcha. has the fire shooting out. I was going to say,
0: it's like such a sick video. It's just like things on fire <laughs> <Yeah>. and like... <laughs>
1: yeah, so basically, yeah. and then we were talking more and more, and he used to be a stunt guy. Oh, okay. So he used to ride motorcycles and would do like the no hands, riding right. on your back backwards at 180 kilometers an hour, just say crazy stuff. And he's just like, I want an excuse to just get all my buddies together and do some crazy right. stuff again. Okay. So so I was like, okay, sure. And the more we're talking about it, I was like, actually, the song that we were talking about being our next release would probably suit that.
0: We were, yeah. so,
1: <laughs> and then my brother, who's, who is the director of the, the music video, he's always been a, a filmmaker, so okay. uh, yeah. he's he's done like... He he's in the film industry. Yeah, so,
0: uh, I think I, I think I saw that. You did a movie, didn't you?
1: Yeah, we did, okay. we, did we did another short okay, film. We'll get
0: together. there.
1: We'll get there. Yeah, but the uh, so so he but my brother's done like Beowulf and Toy Story and, just, and Wasn't bunch of like
0: Transformers. Yeah. I think I saw yeah, that, and yeah. like so, Game of Thrones. Ton, like
1: uh, yeah, Vikings. Vikings. Right, he just, okay. yeah, yeah. So he's just done. He's he's. Done a lot. So, when I say my brother helped me make it, it's not like a little home video. It's like a legit (laughs) video. Right. Yeah. So, um, basically, I talked to him about some of the ideas and. He anything that involves fire, he's in. So okay. <laughs> it's just like, okay. So my so this guy who who owns this truck also manages this farm property land. For, okay. Uh, and so he's like, I basically can do anything I want because right. I don't really have any neighbors, and. Yeah, we have, like, the run of the mill. There's, like, no rules, really. So um, we did go through the gun safety and stuff because we have some rifles that we actually <laughs> shot. And we blew up some uh, little, like, fire bombs with it and stuff. And, and uh, yeah, but it was, yeah, it was super, super fun. Just the only person that got... A little injured was my drummer because he was a little too close to the, to the fire okay. behind him. But
0: <laughs> a little scorched, yeah. still a little, yeah, a little yeah. barbecued. But
1: he jumped out of the way. It was fine. Okay. It was fine. Okay.
0: Okay. <laughs> um, so tell me a little bit about the story behind that song.
1: No. Yeah, sure. Uh, so it's called As I Go, and the line is uh, With my finger up, I'm gonna make it up as I go. And that's pretty much how we wrote the song. Okay. So usually I like to write with a, an idea or concept, but at that point I was completely drained of ideas. Right so were my other two co-writers. So, and it was our first write together. So, we were just kind of vibing out on some uh, some ideas and some just basically of our one of our biggest influences altogether. We found out was Eric Church. Okay. Our, like big the the thing that connected us all, like our passion for country music and stuff. So, um, so we were like, okay, let's just write a, an Eric church song. And I think we did a pretty good job capturing his, Writing style, we did some plays on words, even the title itself as a go. Yeah. Go isn't leaving. Yeah. So like that that's kind of a little twist on words there. And uh Eric Church is brilliant at doing that. So I okay. think I think uh, there's a lyric video too, so if you don't catch all of them in the music video. Yeah, if you're too you
0: distracted can, by the trucks blowing up. <laughs> you and, can look <laughs> it up in the lyric video, yeah.
1: But I'm really proud of, of especially because we we wrote that song. Out of out of nothing. Right. It, it was like no
0: yeah, we just made it up as so is there, um I think it's just mostly singles that you've released so far. Is there like yeah. an album in the process or Yes. Okay. So uh
1: so this is the title track of my album coming up March twenty seventh.
0: Okay. Oh wow, so very soon. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Very, I know it's very March soon. already. And the, so the album's called As I Go. Yes. Cool. Yeah. Oh, okay. Excellent. Is there yeah. going to, so that, and the album releases, sorry, you already mentioned that in Windsor. So yeah, sorry, right. I didn't catch on there. No, before.
1: no, Um, but, uh, yeah, so I basically, I was going to do an EP and then I got the factor Canada grant. Thank you factor. And then, <laughs> so I was able to kind of stretch the budget a bit. Okay. And, uh, also, I honestly couldn't really choose,
0: right. yeah. <laughs>
1: choose to enough the choose out of my songs to narrow it down. So we have eleven songs on the track, which okay. is not really what they they advise to do. But in the industry,
0: okay, because of what, those what they, short, much... short
1: attention spans. But right, um, but I felt I just feel like it's I right. feel like
0: eleven songs is pretty average. No,
1: well they they just uh, with. Full albums, they just caution against it because.
0: What are you supposed to have?
1: No, uh, like three songs or singles, just.
0: Singles. Oh, singles at the beginning. Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah, and but, I've always kind of done the opposite of what people yeah, tell me yeah. to do. So.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know it's crazy that even just like why well, change now? The concept <laughs> of the album is like going extinct now.
1: Yeah, yeah, like and I felt like a lot of these songs need to be in an album context because. I don't think that, uh, like, each song I think serves a purpose, Mm -hmm. but the purpose wouldn't be known if it was as a single, if that makes sense. So, like, I have uh, one of the songs on there, it's probably my favorite song on the the album. Um, It's called Surrender, but that song, it's a, it's a, it's like a, I wrote it to be like a wedding song. Mm. So that song would never be a single. Okay. So that, that song is just meant to be on the album. And it's, it's like, so I have, I have, and then I have as I go, which is like, fuck you. I'm gonna do this. Yeah, I don't yeah. Know if you can say that, but yeah, you can
0: say that every <laughs> one. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, but yeah, so I have like a song for everything and a song for every mood. And it kind of also goes through all of my influences. So I have more of a hip hop song and, more of a pop country song and then have a really, really sad, sad country song. Okay. And so, and then I have this wedding song. So, it's just, it's yeah. It's kind of getting it's,
0: every element of you yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, I, I, I'm still a big fan of the album. Yeah. You know, yeah. of of albums in general. So, right. So, right. yeah, I'm too old school. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm going, because I even saw like with, with your video, it was like it's, it had uh, like a million views on TikTok already, and I was like, I feel like TikTok just came out, and I don't even like. I yeah. feel like it just came out of nowhere, and I don't like. Now I'm the old curmudgeon. I'm right. like, well, when did TikTok become a thing? And I know. Right now it's. I yeah. know.
1: I, I just got it too, and then yeah, that was. I think I only have like. Five, There's already like five TikTok videos.
0: stars, and I was like, okay, like, yeah.
1: yeah. I have like five videos out, and then that one. I yeah. have One that's almost at a million, and then that one has two 4 million over
0: 2 now wow yeah, yeah it wow. doubled so
1: it's yeah I don't, <laughs> cool. I don't know what I'm doing but
0: <laughs> <laughs> but you're doing it yeah uh, one, one of my absolute favorite things that I read is that your fan base is called the the main train
1: <laughs>
0: which is awesome I know
1: it's so so cool so I where, wish, did you
0: come up with I that I wish or something? I had
1: thought of it okay but uh, no it, I don't, one of my fans just said it one day and I was like
0: I'm using that <laughs>
1: can I use that and then yeah. they're like go ahead
0: so yeah Okay, and uh, it's pretty. It's pretty awesome. I, keep I know, that. right? <laughs> right.
1: I do. I have T-shirts now that say "Main Train." Main on train. It that, yeah. So it's sick. It's and it's really cool to be singing up on stage and seeing. My main train shirts, shirts? in the audience because I'm That'll like, will be
0: me one day. You're my train, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be in the in the, the crowd with the main train shirt. Awesome, I'll be my first. I've never been to Boots and Hearts, so no, I, I was gonna it's go one time. year and then uh, I ended up being out of town, so yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So well, I and for-
0: then I think lo- there was one year recently it was like it was like rained, like poured all weekend. I think,
1: oh, I don't know. I can't remember, but uh, maybe, yeah. yeah, I know. It, especially like some of the country festivals out west, that's mm-hmm. like a, a a big thing because some in the prairies there's like nothing to kind of right. shelter you. There's mm-hmm. yeah, so it's yeah. Um, they have some issues out there sometimes too, but uh, yeah, boots and hearts is like it's it's pretty wild. and but it's also I've heard that, it's a good time. It's also an investment. Too like, to go. Like, people save up all year to go. Right,
0: with. yeah. Um, like, like, any festival. Yeah, you know, like yeah, right. Multi-day festival.
1: Uh, yeah, and then when I first, like, when I moved here to Toronto, I definitely couldn't afford to go. So, yeah. that was kind of my motivation, was to be... I was... And because I'm super stubborn and uh, very... Um, what's the word? Um tight with my pennies. Okay. Uh,
0: <laughs> Nothing wrong
1: with that. Um, then I, I was you like, You kind of have to what? be as an artist yeah. sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Especially you when do. you're
0: starting. Yeah, yeah.
1: and then, uh, you know, I was I was like, you know, I, I want to go some someday and, uh, but if I'm going to go, I'm going to be playing. Yeah. And then,
0: very cool. So I don't. But have it's to... good. It was motivation. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, I like uh, my first year out of school. I went to Lollapalooza in Chicago. Yeah. And that was that was an investment. Like, wow. Luckily, yeah. we, there was four of us went, so at least we got to split all the accommodations and the drive and stuff. But yeah, but yeah, it was like it was it was it's not cheap. <laughs> yeah. 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 Even the tickets alone are like yeah. Yeah, and
1: yeah. then there's uh, there's the festivals that have been like. Old as there's uh, like the Havelock Jamboree, for instance, mm-hmm. they third, they celebrated the, their 30th year. Okay. Last year, and we got to play that show. And that's cool too, because with that one, because it's been around for so long, you get the generations now.
0: Right. That yeah. are
1: partying together. So you mm-hmm. get grandparents partying with their grandchildren. Wow. And it, it's, it's pretty fun to see that. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's every every festival is is cool for their own reason.
0: That's cool. Yeah, that's very cool. So you mentioned it briefly. So you. You were a lead in one of your brother's movies. Yeah. So did you have acting experience at all, or did you just like, let's just do this?
1: (laughs) Well, um, I had starred in his movies since I was like three years old. So, I mean, that was my real acting experience, I guess. Yeah. um, Yeah, this was supposed to be like a small project that a couple of us wanted to do, and uh, there was about five or six of us that wanted to do it. And then turned out to be the largest independent, uh, short film ever or short production ever filmed in the GTA. Oh, wow. Yeah. So we had over a hundred cast and crew, uh, fire trucks, cranes, ambulances, fire, like pyro people, um, yeah, it was just insane. I had my own trailer. I'm like, I've never done this. Yeah, well. yeah. But I had to keep my cool and I had to pretend, pretend that I, yeah, like yeah. it didn't yeah. phase me because I I had hundreds were of people that yeah. are dedicating their time and it was really cold. So yeah. it was outside on a in December and uh, it was probably the coldest I've ever, I, I remember ever being. But, yeah. um, and these people are just volunteering their time and services because and their equipment uh, because they believed in the project and so i was just had to like block that out of my mind and just kind of do it so that was probably the, the hardest thing i think is, was was kind of getting past that and and not letting yeah. it get to you
0: was it like cuz i'm sure other people on in the film were trained Actors, was that ever like intimidating?
1: Um, yeah, well, my well, actually, my uh co star, yeah, I had known for years and years, and okay, years. so that's so that helps, that yeah. helped me. He 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 was definitely more experienced than I was, but um. But yeah, knowing him that closely, yeah, yeah, it is
0: based on a Stephen King, yeah, Stephen King, Stephen King both. story. So it's called okay. Willa, yeah,
1: um, and it was one of his short stories in his compilations called Just Just After Sunset, okay, Just Before Sunset. Oh my gosh. Um but yeah, I was in one of his it was actually originally published in Playboy magazine. Okay. When uh it, you know it's scandalous it, they they used to have it used to be like a magazine uh, yes, to yeah, actually yeah. read.
0: Yeah.
1: Um but then they have other uses for it, but... <laughs>
0: yeah, picture book. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: But, uh, but yeah, so uh, it's called Willa, and it's on the International Film Festival circuit. Okay. Um, so it's going to Kingston. It's going to Europe. I'm not really allowed to say where yet, okay. but... Um, so
0: when 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 did you guys finish we making it?
1: Finished finished... Um, all the post-production stuff because my brother's a visual effects artist he yes. was his own visual effects artist for these shots um, so that took a while to complete some of the things that he did you would never realize that he he did it like okay. replaced the backgrounds put CG, so the computer generated yeah, yeah. luggage in some of the shots. Oh, huh. Um, which, yeah, you would ne- you just wouldn't even know that that's yeah. CG. Um, he even replaced a head. He liked the performance uh, on one shot of one of the actors um, better than another. So, but the two of them were in the shot together. Okay. So he had replaced his head from the other take onto this take. Yeah. And he told me that after and I'm like, I'm looking for it now yeah. and I still still, still don't wow. know how you did it. Wow. But, um, yeah, he's, he's has that really trained eye obviously right, right now. And, and so he's really good at
0: his job. Yeah. Wow. Very cool. <laughs> yeah. That's really cool. Well, I was reading this and I was like, yeah, she does everything. <laughs> and there was like, uh, you are like a championship hurdler oh, yeah. at one point. And, yeah. Yeah.
1: Thanks, and now Highland
0: yeah. dancing. I, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> but I don't... saw one video. I saw the video in, in the bar. Yeah.
1: I was like, oh, I was
0: to dance too. So, so
1: thanks, thanks. Yeah. But those, so those music videos, so... My brother would give me the footage, and even with this last one, yeah. I I would do the first edit of it, okay, and then he would go through with me, and we would we would do like the final edit together. But mm-hmm. um, so I I was the editor for this one, and then I oh, I uh-huh. taught myself, so I just taught myself how to do it, but um, and then uh, on Adobe Premiere Pro, but and then he. Uh, he showed me how to color correct it, too, for this last one for As I Go. So I did some of the color corrections and edits and producer and Jack stuff. Jack and Jill so of all trades. It's a yeah. it's, it's really talented, f- really talented, super talented family. <laughs> it's really Thank you. But it's yeah. really fun to do. And of course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Especially when it's your own project.
0: Yeah. I used to. Meet, like, uh, one of my best friends is a film director, too. Mm-hmm. And um, I used to help him produce. Especially when I was in advertising, we used to do a lot of, like, commercial projects together. Yeah. And uh, he's, like, a whiz on on all those, too. Yeah. Then, like, on all the programs and also just behind the camera. But, uh, yeah, and I would, we would do, we wrote, like, a, a web series at one point, and, um, yeah, it was cool. It was cool. I learned a little bit here and there. Is
1: it still there?
0: It's still, the oh, the trailer, it's kind of embarrassing now. The trailer's still up on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Does, and I don't talk about of it often because, like, it is it's like it's still okay it's actually when I went back later I was like actually it's not as bad as I thought because at the time it just didn't come out the way we wanted it to come out yeah uh, and it's there was a whole bunch of circumstances yeah. that just didn't play out because we had we obviously had no budget. We yeah. we weren't like we all of us were like in between jobs at the time. Yeah, so like no budget, pulled favors everywhere. He used to go to Ryerson, so we got all the equipment rentals from, nice. from Ryerson. Yeah, that's we, that's
1: where most of the yeah. Are. There's like,
0: like a whole the whole bit like most of it took place in a like a confessional booth. <laughs> so we had his aunt knew someone who like. Oh, bought an abandoned church and there was no, it wasn't in use at the moment but it was in like uh, oh, what's the town um, it's like really east east of Whitby like an hour and a bit away and then we basically had the stuff for a day we had t- like 24 hours to get it done hmm. uh, the filming anyways yeah. and so we had all these equipment we loaded up the night before we got up super early, drove out there. There was a snowstorm that day. Mm-hmm. It was literally there's four of us in it, and we directed, produced all of it just the four of us. Yeah. We had a girl that was gonna help us with makeup and like props. She bailed the morning of. Oh yeah. Because of the snowstorm. Right. And so then we had to do. Makeup. We had to do everything ourselves. We would did almost nothing. We just like my my buddy dealt with the lights more. Then it was like. We got to the church. Part of it wasn't usable. Oh, we had to my. like make a confession. The confessional they had what wasn't usable, so then we had to make our own. And it was oh. like, "Why did we even come here?" Oh, in the end, my yeah. Gosh. And then uh, it was like it was freezing. It was like we did yeah. it in February, yeah. And it was freezing, and so we turn on the heat, but then the heat made too much noise when we were filming. So every time we're filming, we were actually filming, I had to turn the heat oh, off. My and then we all got sick, and then we wrapped at like two in the morning. Right, we had to be out of there, so we had to drive back. Then like something happened in my car. We had way too much in my car, and I think the uh, car
1: broke down. It
0: didn't break down, but like uh, my like my muffler went, oh, and geez. it was just like the worst. and then it, in the end it didn't even come out the way we like really wanted it to. But then, uh, it didn't really represent everything we had written for like right. what we had pitched. And, yeah. but then like, we're still proud of it. Cause it was like, that was one hell of then, an experience. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: And, and you guys yeah. will share that moment. Together for sure. For forever. sure. And
0: yeah, it was called, uh, it was called Young and Eligible. Yeah. And it's like kind of about growing up in this neighborhood. Nice. So. Nice. But, uh, yeah, so it never actually got made, but uh, but yeah, like I always loved working in film projects, but it's like and so it's, much more involved than people ever think it is. Like yeah. even that one minute trailer, yeah, took so much effort. Right? Yeah,
1: yeah but it's it's all but like guys these, these learning experiences too that along, along the way, mm-hmm. little tricks of the trade and stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. And then so each time you do Another one, you're like, okay, I've done this before, and you can do it faster, right? Yeah,
0: what always blew my mind was like just the amount of stuff you needed to, to, to film something, you yeah. know. And yeah, I was like kind of naive to that at the beginning, but me yeah. and him, we 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 had like a little production, yeah, uh, project. We had we did a number of commercials and stuff, but yeah, yeah,
1: this this last music video, oh, I even For this one I I even made my own dress for the for some of the shots. So the shots that I'm wearing this like really flowy dress, I saw this picture on Instagram and and I just went to Valley Village and cut up I got I bought like six other dresses cut them and I literally use a hot glue gun, glue them together, and then but you can never tell because I just like bunched it up under the um under a belt. Yeah. And then uh so I have all this like flowy fabric and then backstage so like the stuff that you don't see in the shots. Like I have my mom with the with the
0: leaf blower <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: and she's literally like turning it on and off and like blowing cold air at me
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> during like certain parts in the song. Trying to so
0: you get your hair all flowy. Or... She
1: she had heard the song previously, right. so she knew the moments. Yeah. So I was like, mom, you're on leaf blower duty. Uh, Dad, you're yeah. on <laughs> you're on uh, safety duty. Cause some of these guys with their gasoline Yeah got a little out of hand the
0: and whole uh, affair. <laughs> yeah. it's yeah. cool that your parents are so into yeah. it too yeah you know, i guess sure. it's your brother doing and, it as and well. and so my mom
1: being cool. the italian she was the right. caterer oh
0: yes yes so
1: she made sure everyone was yeah was had that
0: was to eat. that was the other thing i remember like important. our makeup artist was also her her family were like catering and so then we had like no food either so it's just like yeah <laughs> anyways yeah before we wrap we do, sometimes we do this, we've started doing in the third season, something called the 60 second hot seat.
1: Okay. Oh God. Okay. So I hate this. we're going
0: to whip out 12 <laughs> questions Kay. in 60 seconds. Let me get, I didn't preset my timer.
1: 12, bear 12 and 60 seconds. 12
0: and 60 seconds. Okay. It's doable. It's very okay. doable. All right. Timer.
1: I always think of answers for these things later. Oh, I
0: know. I know. know. A lot of them are like this or that kind of thing. So you'll get through it. Don't worry about it. Don't stress about it. Cool. Okay. Starting now. Acoustic or electric? Acoustic. Baseball hat or cowboy hat? Baseball hat. Go to karaoke song?
1: Oh, uh, something Lady Gaga.
0: Okay. Um, action or comedy? Uh, action. Pizza or wings?
1: Ooh, depends on where the pizza's from <laughs> It has to be Windsor Pizza They have the best pizza in the world Okay I, I will challenge anyone with that <laughs>
0: Okay favorite, favorite Disney movie
1: uh, Aladdin
0: Favorite hockey player Hmm 20 seconds
1: Oh god Sidney uh, Crosby
0: Running or biking
1: uh, Running
0: Keith Urban or Tim McGraw Keith uh, Dream Venue uh, Opry uh, Dream Duet Air Church And favorite getaway uh,
1: uh, uh, Fiji, Fiji, Fiji You wait. did it
0: Fiji, Fiji. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You did it Yeah you, Like that's the closest one That's was Like one second It's very, yeah. yeah It's yeah, like yeah, yeah. I, 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 You've got to defend Windsor Pizza <laughs> <laughs> Yeah
1: I will challenge anyone <laughs>
0: Yeah Windsor Pizza eh Yes
1: maybe.
0: More than Italy <laughs> like,
1: Yeah Italy. Really there's a lot of, well there's a lot of Italians that moved there. Right, okay. There. And then they even have like where I like to go there.
0: They, so what's the name of the place there?
1: Kuboto, the Kuboto. Kuboto Club. Okay. Like John Cab- Giovanni Kuboto. Okay. Cabot John Cabot.
0: Okay. You know, All right. The
1: anglicized version. So uh do like yeah, the Kuboto Club in their basement they make this like stone fired pizza, thin crust.
0: Okay. But so you're thin crust.
1: Yeah, but it's, yeah. it's like, yeah, I like the little crunch. In the right. Room. But yeah, you can eat like a whole pizza to yourself. Yeah. Yeah, it's so
0: good. Mm. hmm Yeah. I, I, that's it's a hard the, one too. The
1: quattro Stigioni. So it's like, that means like the four seasons. Yeah. So, you have, so they have uh, ham or prosciutto, um, and then they have artichokes black olives
0: and mushrooms Mm -hmm. and
1: that's like my favorite okay yeah
0: there is a place my favorite pizza around here there's a place up here called chibo wine bar oh yeah so they have like one specific pizza there that is like my go-to in this neighborhood and it's got like pear and gorgonzola cheese and honey yeah and it's like the best thing yeah yeah I mean you got to kind of be in the mood for it cause sometimes you just want pepperoni or whatever yeah but but yeah when it is like my favorite so yeah okay. shout out to pizzas yeah <laughs> all righty well thank you so much Kelsey thank and this is a lot of fun and uh good luck on the album release thank you so and much and everything coming up yeah appreciate it thank you